Welcome to Mastering Midlife with Heidi. I'm Heidi, certified hypnotist and mindset coach, and in this podcast, I'm breaking down my secret code for midlife success. Are you trying to overcome people-pleasing behaviors, navigating divorce, living in debilitating self-doubt, or something else keeping you stuck? You're in the right place. I know that you're ready to get to the next level of your life feeling happy and fulfilled, so let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Mastering Midlife with Heidi. Thank you for listening and following along. I appreciate your support. I know you have tons of choices of what to listen to, so the fact you've landed here means a lot to me. Today we're talking about a subject I haven't touched on much in these episodes, but it's one that has impacted my life deeply, and that's codependency. We're talking about what it is, patterns of codependency, how it's different from people-pleasing, the impact it has on our lives, and I have 10 questions you can ask yourself to see if you have codependent behaviors. At the end of the episode, I'll give you a couple of resources, and if you're already on a codependency recovery journey, some ways to know that you're healing these behaviors. So what is codependency? The most basic definition is a persistent, repeated behavior that includes putting your own needs last in order to meet the needs of others first. I say it's constantly putting yourself on the back burner and prioritizing everyone else in your life. It's when your desire to serve turns into a compulsion to please. It's as if you're living someone else's life for them. It can range from designing your life completely around others' needs and wants to trying to control the feelings and actions of the people in your life. Kind of sounds like people-pleasing, right? The difference is codependency is more extreme. Usually, the other person on the receiving end of your behavior is also dependent on you for getting their needs met, too. With people-pleasing, this isn't always the case. Codependency is a learned behavior that develops in childhood. Before the age of eight, you're taking in everything you see, hear, and experience like a sponge. This becomes your programming that runs your life moving forward. It's like you were born as a computer without software, and everything that happened as a kid became the software that was installed. That software is now the programming that drives your behaviors. Just like a computer cannot run without some kind of program, a computer also cannot do anything that's not programmed into it. So your behaviors that you now have are simply the programming you received at some point, most likely in childhood when the mind is most absorbent. The programming determines the beliefs you have about yourself, and your beliefs are what drive your behaviors. So now you're behaving according to software that's as old as you are, unless you've taken time to examine that programming. So if you're like me, you're 60 years old running on very outdated programs and beliefs, and these are what form the actions that you take on a daily basis. The good news is that this programming is not your fault. You had no control over what you experienced and therefore what got programmed in as a kid. It's no one's fault, really. Everyone that raised you did the best that they knew how. And the even better news is that any of that programming can be reprogrammed. Just like we can upload new software onto our computers, 
you can reprogram your brain to work with you and toward the goals and dreams you have in your life instead of sabotaging you with codependent behaviors. Because one of our mind's main jobs is to keep us safe, many of the programs and therefore beliefs we developed as kids are focused on safety. For example, if you were emotionally neglected or didn't get much attention, you probably didn't feel seen, and so you developed behaviors to help you be seen. You developed a dependency on people in your life to be seen, because if you weren't seen, you possibly could die. So these behaviors developed in order to ensure your safety, your survival. Or if you were pushed to be perfect, and no one had to specifically even express that, it could have been a sense that you got from your caregivers. But if perfection was a focus, then again, you developed dependent behaviors in order to feel accepted and loved, and therefore not abandoned. And then when we're adults and seeking relationships, we subconsciously choose people who will fill the need we had as a child. And codependency occurs because the other adult is also seeking someone that will fulfill their unmet childhood needs as well. On January 8, 2018, I went to my first Codependence Anonymous meeting. I honestly thought that it wouldn't take me long to figure out how to set some boundaries and be on my way. I just needed to learn how to say no more and have better self-care, and I'd be good to go. That's what I thought. In fact, I proudly told my sponsor a few weeks later that this shouldn't take long because I'm not that bad. I don't have any addictions or anything like some of those other people. I squirm now thinking back to how arrogant I was, but I also had no clue what codependency really was and how devastating the codependent behaviors I exhibited had been in my life. It took me a while to learn, though, that it really wasn't about the codependent behaviors. All the devastation had come from something else, and more about that in a bit. Codependence Anonymous divides the patterns of codependence into five categories. Denial, low self-esteem, compliance, control, and avoidance. Let me share with you some of the traits that jumped out at me from the checklist of codependent characteristics. But first, let's take a 60-second break for a word from our sponsor. Oh wait, that's me. Do you feel like you've lived your whole life for others and now you don't know the real you? Does it seem like your wants and needs don't matter? Like you're not important? If you're saying yes, I hear you, I see you, and I've created something just for you. It's called Me First, and it's a community where you'll learn to prioritize your needs and desires, gain confidence and a strong sense of who you are. Say no without guilt and create a life that feels good in your heart without concern about judgment from others. As a member of the Me First community, you'll be among like-minded women all on a journey of self-discovery, and you'll find understanding, friendship, and unwavering support. You'll have guidance through expert-led discussions, guest speakers, and personal coaching. Plus, you'll build a toolkit of resources to help you conquer people-pleasing, critical self-talk, shame, resentment, and more so that you have the freedom to prioritize yourself and live life by your parameters. Join the Me First community as a founding member for exclusive pricing. The program starts soon. Check the episode description for the link. 
It's time to prioritize you and truly believe that you are important too. Now back to the episode. Welcome back. Here are some of the traits that jumped out at me from the CODA checklist of 50 or more. I've reworded the statements into my own phrasing. Do any of these sound like you? I have a hard time identifying what I'm feeling. I minimize or ignore how I feel. I see myself as unselfish and dedicated to giving to others. It's hard for me to make decisions. I judge everything I do as not good enough. I avoid conflict and confrontation. I seek validation from others of what I think and do. I compromise myself to avoid rejection or anger from others. I am loyal to a fault. I morph myself to fit in with others' opinions and feelings. I give unsolicited advice. I pretend to agree with others. I have trouble setting boundaries and saying no. Holy cow, these all fit what I was doing in my life. So I went to work on trying to change my behaviors. Like I said, I figured it wouldn't take too long, and even though the list of behaviors was much bigger than I thought it would be, I thought my biggest problem was with boundaries and not saying no, so I started there. I would make a little progress, but notice myself fall back into old behaviors when push came to shove. How was it I was spending every Monday night in a CODA meeting and not making much progress? It wasn't until January 28, 2019, a full year later, that the answer came to me. I know this date because it was such a pivotal moment for me and I have it written in my CODA workbook. The problem was I was focused on changing my behaviors, but that wasn't where I needed to focus. The problem was with my beliefs. Remember when I said earlier in the episode that our programming drives our actions? That's what was happening with me. I was trying to change the symptom without looking at the source. My programming was the beliefs I had about myself, that I wasn't good enough, that I was less than, that I was flawed, that I needed to be perfect to be liked, that other people determined my value, all sorts of beliefs that drove these codependent behaviors I had of chameleoning me, is that even a word? Changing who I was to fit in, being loyal and staying in places like jobs and relationships, way past the expiration date, not speaking my mind to avoid confrontation or disappointing someone. The list goes on. As soon as I realized that it was my beliefs that were the source of all this codependency, I went to work on changing my beliefs. Are you thinking, geez, this sounds like me? Am I codependent? Here are 10 questions to ask yourself that will help you become more aware of your behavior. First off, before I go through these questions, remember that you are not your behaviors. You are not defined by anything you've ever done in the past. Your behaviors and beliefs do not have to define your worth as a person. It's crucial to recognize that most of these behaviors are rooted in beliefs and patterns we've been conditioned to accept, running on autopilot from our subconscious minds. You are not consciously choosing to repeat the behavior. Like I said before, you are programmed to behave that way. These beliefs and behaviors have often been shaped by our early experiences, upbringing, and social influences. 
They are not intrinsic to your core being. You are not born with them. They are learned responses to the world around you. So please be kind to yourself as I go through these questions. Here we go. Ask yourself, do I prioritize others' needs and feelings over my own to the extent that I neglect my own well-being and compromise my integrity? This might result in feeling so resentful because others don't reciprocate and you're left feeling drained, unfulfilled, and possibly even shamed. Do I have difficulty saying no or setting boundaries because I fear disappointing or upsetting others? This can lead to being overcommitted and overwhelmed, which usually results in frustration and resentment of others. Do I often find myself in relationships where I'm taking care of or enabling someone who has ongoing problems, such as an addiction or emotional issues? This can leave you feeling responsible for their actions and well-being at the expense of your own. Am I overly sensitive to criticism and have a strong fear of rejection or abandonment? This fear can make you overly accommodating and afraid to express your own opinions. Do I have a tendency to try to control or fix the behavior of others, even when they haven't asked for my help or advice? This often puts a strain on relationships and can lead to frustration and stress. Do I frequently experience anxiety, guilt, or feelings of responsibility for the happiness and actions of other people? This constant worrying takes a toll on your mental and emotional well-being, and many times the evidence of that doesn't come until years later. Have I lost touch with my own interests, hobbies, and goals? because I've become overly focused on the needs and desires of others, this can leave you feeling unfulfilled or as if you don't even know yourself anymore. Is it difficult for me to be alone in my own company without needing the presence or attention of someone else? This dependency on others for companionship affects your self-sufficiency and self-esteem. Do I often choose partners or friends who are emotionally unavailable or who require a lot of care and attention and stay out of loyalty, this can result in feeling neglected and unappreciated. You can lose precious time staying in unfulfilling places, leading to unhappiness and regret. Am I constantly seeking validation and approval from others, basing my self-worth and value on their opinions and actions? This can leave you feeling hurt or even worthless when you don't receive their validation. I wrote in my CODA workbook that night, my beliefs are what drive my behaviors. Without the negative beliefs I have about myself, I believe my behavior would be much different. And today I see a world of difference in what I believe about myself and my reality reflects that. Today I'm aware of my feelings and can identify them. I know that they're valid and are bringing me messages. I'm in integrity with myself. I spend a lot of time on building my inner peace through time alone, through connection with supportive people, by eliminating energetic drains, using hypnosis, and getting out in nature. I can make decisions now without second-guessing myself. I'm getting much better at the perfection thing. I have confidence in myself and trust my intuition. I know what my top values are, and I'm striving to live by them as much as possible. I've developed my boundary-setting skills. 
I don't apologize when I haven't done anything wrong, and I only say yes when I know it's a hell yes, when I know I'll show up without resentment. Probably the most important and impactful piece of this to me is, I know my value in the world. I've spent the last six years relearning the source of it. And I say relearning because even though it feels like learning it newly, in truth, we are born inherently worthy. Our value is already 100% at birth. We are the ones who allow other things and people to diminish our value. So I am relearning this truth that I am divinely worthy and valuable and no one or no thing can take this away from me. Understanding this subconscious conditioning is a significant step in being able to break free from codependency. It allows you to be your true self, the one you were born as, and know that you are not your behaviors or your beliefs. By acknowledging that these are learned patterns and that you are a slave to them until you address them, you now gain the power to challenge and change them, developing new beliefs and actions that align with what you are wanting to create in your life. If this episode resonates with you and you'd like to break free from codependency, reach out. I do one-on-one coaching and I also have the Me First community where we address that now is the best time to start prioritizing yourself. You can't go back in time. And it's never too late to create what you want in your life and stop living the life you've been programmed to live. I'll close with a note I wrote on an index card a few months back and read to myself every day I'm at my computer. It says, I validate that my worth and value never waver and both have zero to do with my external world. They are divinely given at birth and are a part of who I am always. Talk to you soon. Thank you for spending time with me today. To continue on your journey of mastering midlife, click the link in the description to download my free guide, 20 Ways to Say No Without Feeling Guilty. See you in the next episode.